Welcome to the Cosmic Savannah with Dr. Daniel Kanema and Dr. Jacinta Dalhays. Each episode, we'll be giving you a behind-the-scenes look at world-class astronomy and astrophysics happening under African skies. Let us introduce you to the people involved, the technology we use, the exciting work we do, and the fascinating discoveries we make. Sit back and relax as we take you on a safari through the skies. Hi everyone, welcome to our bonus episode. How are you all doing? How's it going, Dan? Uh, if you're asking, I was going to say, if you're asking me, then I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Recording over the phone again. Yeah, yeah. You're where are you now? Uh, I'm in my car actually because it's a nice, quiet place with actually pretty decent acoustics. Yeah, it's sounding pretty good there. <laughs> I uh, my housemate kindly rebuilt my blanket fort, our blanket fort, which we'd taken down a few days ago, and uh, yeah, so I'm sitting in that again. Today we thought we would put out a bonus episode to let you know about an annular solar eclipse that's happening, particularly over the north of Africa. Yeah, so there's a, an annular solar eclipse happening on the 21st of June, and it'll be visible across most of Africa, although South Africa misses out this time. Uh, and oh. then it'll travel. <laughs> I know, it's unfortunate. It'll probably be cloudy here anyway. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and then it sort of it sort of moves over India and Asia after that. So do you want to just quickly tell us some safety warnings before we go on? Yeah, whenever we mention uh, eclipse uh, and solar eclipse, I think we have to lead with a warning. The standard warning is, please don't look directly at the sun, not ever, and not even during an eclipse. And if you uh, are going to look at the sun, do it with proper eclipse viewers or with an indirect method such as through a pinhole or some other indirect method. And definitely don't look at the sun through binoculars or a telescope. Yeah, exactly. Please don't ever point your telescope at the sun or your binoculars at the sun, uh, even during the middle of the eclipse. The other thing I should say quickly now is that with the COVID-19 pandemic, we are not holding many big events because we don't want people to congregate. So as much as possible, try not to congregate to view the eclipse if you are able to. Rather do it from your own house uh, using a couple of the methods we'll discuss later. So just one more warning there. Okay, so Dan, let's just start with what is an annular eclipse? Yeah, so I was joined uh, by a couple of people who I interviewed uh, who are running a lot of the events around this eclipse. Uh, and they'll be able to explain more to us. But basically what an annular eclipse is, is it's not quite a total eclipse because the moon is further away in its orbit around the Earth than when we're having a, a regular total eclipse. So what happens is the moon doesn't cover the entire ring of the sun. So at peak annular eclipse, what you see is the moon covering the face of the sun with a ring of sun around it. They call it the ring of fire. And that is what's called a, an annular eclipse and how it differs from a total solar eclipse, which blocks out the sun completely. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so the eclipse is going to happen on the 21st of June in the early morning. Uh, it starts in Central Africa, crosses over Eastern Africa to the Arabian Peninsula and then to Asia. The path of annularity is 60 kilometres wide. So it will start in the Democratic Republic of Congo, go across Central African Republic, South Sudan, Ethiopia, Eritrea, then Yemen, Saudi Arabia, Oman, Pakistan, India, China, Taiwan, and then it will end in the Pacific Ocean. I've never seen one of these. Have you ever seen one, Dan? No, unfortunately not. I have seen a total eclipse, which uh, really? is very exciting. 
Yes. Oh, wow. Back in 2002, there was a, a total eclipse here in South Africa. I went up to the Kruger Park, actually. We were inside the Kruger Park and watched it from there. Oh, wow. That must have been amazing. <laughs> yeah, it was very, very cool. We had a little bit of trouble with cloud, but for the actual total, total eclipse, it, it did clear briefly, which was pretty nice. Oh, that's so cool. I've always wanted to see one. Anyway, back onto the annular eclipse. It does actually, we'll put a picture on our website, but it, it kind of looks like that picture of the black hole that, that was made uh, last year. Yeah, it's got a, you know, the, the moon is a dark shadow in front of the sun, and then there's this ring of light around it, which is obviously the, the edge of the sun. And it does look a little bit about like the black hole uh, image, yeah. but we're not going to go into that because that's just going to be confusing. No. It's an interesting parallel. The moon is not a black hole. No, it's not a black hole. <laughs> let's just let's just be very clear about that. It's a completely different thing. It just happens to look similar. Okay, so Dan, you spoke to a few experts from different African countries recently about this. Yeah, I spoke to Nirush Ramanindram, who uh, is the outreach director or outreach coordinator for the African Astronomical Society, and he's coordinating a lot of the communications around this. I also spoke to Alamia Mamo, who is the regional director for the East African Office of Astronomy for Development, as well as Prosperi Simpemba, who is the Southern African Regional Coordinator. So the three of them are obviously very involved in promoting this event, trying to get people to see it, obviously in a safe way. And they explained what was going on, uh, what the annular eclipse was, and how you could view it safely. Great, let's hear from them. So today on the Cosmic Savannah, I'm joined by uh, three individuals, Niraj Ramanujam, who is joining us in his capacity as the head of the outreach committee for the African Astronomical Society. Then we are joined by Prosperi Simpemba, who is the regional coordinator for the Southern African Office of Astronomy for Development. And lastly, by Alamia Mamo, who is the regional coordinator for the East African Office of Astronomy for Development. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So if we could just get started with, by each of you introducing yourselves and telling us a little bit about who you are and where you are joining us from today. Yeah. Hello. Hello, uh, Daniel. My name is Neeraj Ramanujam. I'm a radio astronomer working at the South African Radio Astronomy Observatory, Sareo, in Cape Town in South Africa. And I'm the chairperson of the outreach committee of the AFAS, or the African Astronomical Society. My name is Prosper Simpemba from Zambia. I'm based at the Copper Belt University as a physics lecturer. I'm also the regional coordinator for the Southern African Regional Office of Astronomy for Development, which is hosted by the Copper Belt University. Uh, my name is Alamie Mamo uh, from Ethiopia. I'm working at Ethiopian Space Science and Technology Institute as a researcher and also a PhD student in astronomy and astrophysics department in the institutes. Besides, I also coordinate the East Africa Regional Office of Astronomy for Development, which is hosted by the Ethiopian Space and Technology Institute in Ethiopia. Great. Thank you, guys, and welcome to the Cosmic Savannah. So today we are speaking to you because there's an, an exciting event coming soon uh, on the 21st of June. A large portion of Africa and uh, some of Asia will be experiencing an annular solar eclipse. To tell us a little bit more about that, 
Niraj, do you mind just explaining to the listeners what exactly an annular eclipse is and how it differs from a solar eclipse? And then also maybe yeah. just say how we should be uh, observing this in, in a safe way. Thanks, Daniel. Uh, a lot of us would be familiar with what an eclipse is. The Earth goes around the sun once a year. The moon goes around the Earth once in roughly a month. And when any of these three bodies come together in a straight line, we get an eclipse, right? So because the moon and the Earth shine by light from the sun, the sunlight casts a shadow behind the moon and behind the Earth. And as the moon goes around the Earth and we go around the sun together, when the shadow of the moon falls on the Earth, which happens when the moon comes between the Earth and the sun, then the moon can hide the sun for regions on the Earth which, which are under the shadow, right? So then we get a solar eclipse. Now, if you're under this shadow of the moon as it passes over the Earth, then you would see the moon's disk slowly cover the sun up to a maximum extent and then slowly move away from the sun. Now, this takes typically a few hours, yeah? Uh, and this is typically what you would see during a partial solar eclipse for most places which would be under the shadow. If you are at the center of the shadow called the umbra, which is typically 60 to 150 to 200 kilometer wide, then you would be exactly behind the moon. And then during the maximum eclipse or mid eclipse, the moon would be able to cover the sun's disk exactly, right? And therefore you would not see any part of the visible surface of the sun at this point. This occurs for a few minutes and it's called totality or the total solar eclipse. This is very special and it's wonderful to see, it's beautiful. And it's at this time that we can see the corona or the atmosphere of the sun which glows for much la for, for a large extent outside the sun, right? Now, total solar eclipses are very famous. They are well-known. People would have seen pictures of the total solar eclipse with the sun's atmosphere around it. But there's another very special kind of an eclipse called the annular solar eclipse. To understand that, uh, let's look at two particular uh, aspects of our solar system. One is why do we get a total eclipse at all? We know that the moon exactly covers the sun. But why is it able to exactly cover the sun? This is because of a very interesting coincidence uh, in the solar system. Uh, the sun is roughly around 400 times uh, bigger than the moon is. Okay? But it's also around 400 times farther away from us than the moon is. This coincidence implies that the disk of the sun and disk of the moon are roughly of the same size on the, on the sky. Which means that the moon can exactly cover the sun's disk and you get a total eclipse. Now, the moon goes around the earth once every month, uh, but it does not go around the earth in a perfect circle, like you might think, but it goes around us in an oval. Uh, we call it an ellipse, right? It's like an oval around it, which means that in some parts of the orbit, the moon will be slightly farther away from us than usual, and in some parts of the orbit, it will be slightly closer to us than usual. This difference is around 11%. So if you look at, uh, you know, the farthest the moon can get from us and the nearest it can get to us, that is around 11% difference. This also means that when it's farther away, it looks smaller in the sky. When it's nearer to us, it looks bigger in the sky. And this difference is also roughly 11%. Now, if you get a total solar eclipse, when the moon is slightly farther away from us in its orbit, and therefore looks slightly smaller on the sky, then at mid-eclipse, for, for people directly under the central shadow, the moon will be too small to completely cover the sun. And therefore, it will cover only a part of the sun. And mid-eclipse, it will be concentric. So you'll get a ring of the sun around the moon in the center. And this is called a ring of fire. 
A ring is also called an annulus, and therefore we call this an annular solar eclipse. And how often do we get an annual annular solar eclipse uh, compared to a total solar eclipse? Roughly similar, uh, similar frequency. So a total solar eclipse or an annular solar eclipse occurs somewhere on Earth roughly every a year and a half. We get between two and five solar eclipses per year on Earth. Almost all of them are, are partial solar eclipses with the total with no total totality. But again, total solar eclipse roughly every one and a half years. And roughly almost a large part of it, or maybe roughly or half of it, are annular solar eclipses. It depends on how far away the moon is from us when the total solar eclipse happens. And um, Prosperi, perhaps you can just explain to us when is this going to be visible and, and where? So I know it's visible over a large part of, of northern and central Africa. Where will When will viewers be able to see this? Yeah, so uh, likely most African countries will be able to, to see the eclipse. But um, it will be more visible in East Africa, passing through Ethiopia. Uh, very few countries in the northwestern part of Africa will not be able to see. Countries like in Morocco, part of Algeria, Tunisia, uh, Mauritania, Senegal, Guinea, and Cote d'Ivoire. Then the others in the south is uh, it's only South Africa and part of Namibia and uh, Lesotho that won't see. But from Mozambique, uh, going up as we go towards East Africa, the coverage becomes better and better. So uh, we have nearly all the countries other than those that I've mentioned will be able to see the eclipse. But it's more spectacular along the path in Ethiopia and most East African countries. So countries like uh, South Sudan, Ethiopia, and part of the Democratic Republic of Congo see the annular eclipse. As you go north or south, it becomes partial. And unfortunately, here in Cape Town, we're going to get nothing. <laughs> you you um, won't see anything in Cape Town, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, it's probably not surprising because it's it's generally cloudy and rainy at this time of the year anyway, so it's probably just as well. We, we will, of, of course, uh, post links to where and when exactly you can see the partial or annular eclipse uh, on our website. Uh, and there's, there'll also be uh, other websites and links that we'll share where you can look it up for your precise location. Alamir, we, we didn't mention it at the beginning, but viewing a solar eclipse is obviously very dangerous. You, you don't want to look at the sun at any time with your naked eye, uh, whether it's an eclipse or not. How are you planning to communicate this to, to, to people who want to see this? How can they safely view the, the solar eclipse? Yeah, as, as we already know that uh, looking at the sun directly will damage our eyes. That's already known. But what makes the difference in, in this year's annual eclipse is that we are not only protecting our eyes, but we have to also use uh, COVID-19 safety measures as well. So we are not allowed to make a large uh, gathering of people. So when we come to the safety meters that we can see the annual eclipse uh, safely, there are a few meters that everyone can, can do besides using the eclipse viewer. So one of the methods is pinhole method, whereby uh, we can create an upside down image of an object, which is going to be screened 
so that we can easily or safely uh, see the annular eclipse, especially using the pinhole box. Uh, the other one is uh, optical projection method, whereby we can project light which comes through telescope or binoculars. So that these are the two safe ways, but there are also uh, a lot of ways that can be used in household items, like uh, we can use a kitchen sieve or colander method where we can see uh, the annual eclipse easily. We can also use the natural uh, tree as a pinhole, whereby we can produce more than 100 e eclipses at, uh, at a time. Uh, besides, we can also make uh, annual eclipse using uh, our finger crossed so that these are some of the safety measures that we can, we can easily view the annual eclipse. Besides, if it is available, it is also highly recommended to use the eclipse glass for our eyes, as well as high-end solar filters for our telescopes. So uh, whenever we do have these filters, I think we can easily see without damaging our eyes. But if it's not available, I think we can use the methods like, as I mentioned, the pinhole methods using a pinhole box and as well as uh, these uh, household materials like kitchen sieve. So in this way, I think we can, we can have further uh, explanations in different uh, YouTubes as well as website page, how we are going to easily see this one really in actual uh, practical methods where people can see that and follow the procedures. So we, we strictly advise us not to see the, the sun without proper eyeglass, as well as uh, also we are not uh, advised to, to have people gather together because of this uh, COVID-19 pandemic. So this is a way how we can is easily see the annual eclipse, yeah. That's a very good point. The COVID pandemic and, and getting large groups together is obviously something we would ordinarily have done and now it's it's very strongly discouraged. It's it's really necessary for us to try and communicate to people who want to view this how they can do it themselves. And again, we'll we'll share links on on our website on, on how you can go about this. Do you know of any events that are taking place which will be done in a safe manner with correct so social distancing that that people can attend along the line of maximum eclipse? Yeah, uh, there are uh, a lot of activities that's, that's going on to telecast this activity using uh, social media platform as well as uh, digital medias like television, direct live transmissions. For instance, in Ethiopia, we have already planned and do a lot of works to telecast this event from Lalibela, which is a historical site where it is known by UNESCO there. So we are going to transmit from there, from Ethiopia. Also in Kenya, there is a traveling telescope group whereby they also transmit this through webcast. Uh, also from uh, Tanzania, there is at Mount Muru Observatory, there are people who are already doing this activity to, uh, to, to transmit live. So people can easily see from uh, their home. Uh, we are also trying to have some eyeglass from our supporters, uh, Astronomer Results Border, Whenever we get this thing, we will distribute whereby it can be used individually or in a family base so that we can also minimize the contacts between people. Excellent. I'll definitely be following some of the live streams. It'll be wonderful to see. I've never seen an annular, an annular solar eclipse before myself. Uh, have, have any of you guys seen one before? Uh, yes, I have. Uh, so I went back home to India last December 2019 
partly to see the annular solar eclipse from southern India, which happened to pass through a very old and uh, big radio telescope in Uti in Tamil Nadu in India. It was fantastic. I seen a total solar eclipse in '95, which was just beautiful. But annular solar eclipse is a very different. It's beautiful in a very different way. You don't see the corona. The sky doesn't get completely dark. But then the ring, the ring of fire of the sun, which is exposed for a few minutes, was just breathtaking. So I'm very happy that I saw it last year. Yeah, I've been fortunate enough to see a total solar eclipse, but not an annular solar eclipse. It's definitely one I need to add to my collection. Uh, can I just add that there are quite a few eclipses coming up the next decade. Unfortunately, this eclipse is going to be made difficult to see because of COVID, as Alami has said. There are going to be partial solar eclipses visible in various parts of Africa in 21, in 22, 25, 26, etc. There'll be an annular solar eclipse next from Africa on 6 February 2027, which will be seen from parts of Cote d'Ivoire, Ghana, Togo, Benin, and so on uh, in the evening. There'll be a total solar eclipse. On 2 August 2027, which will pass through northern Morocco, Algeria, Tunisia, Egypt, Sudan, and Somalia, there'll be another annual solar eclipse on 26 January 2028 and 1 June 2030. So there are a few more eclipses to look forward to. So if you miss this one, don't worry. Yeah, I've already got my accommodation booked for the 1st of June 2030. That that one's passing straight through South Africa, and um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. God wait. <laughs> uh, so, as always, we'll post links uh, where viewers and listeners can can get more details. But uh, Neeraj, is there any one location at the moment where all of this information is is getting stored and distributed from? Uh, yes, Daniel. Uh, so, from the on behalf of the African Astronomical Society, we have been uh, putting up a lot of we have been producing a lot of material and putting up online for people to look at and download and share for free. All of it is on our website, which is AfricanAstronomicalSociety.org. That is AfricanAstronomicalSociety.org. And there, if you click on the link for outreach, you'll see the eclipse page. And on this eclipse page, you'll see a bunch of resources. We are we are also putting them up on Facebook. Our Facebook page is AFAS AFAS 2.0. Uh, our Twitter and Instagram handles are Africa Astronomy. Now all of these handles are also mentioned on our website. So what will you find on our website? The first thing you'll find is a handbook to download. The handbook you can download as a PDF, but each section of the handbook is also available on the website to read individually, section by section. Now this handbook tells you what are solar eclipses, what is special about an annular eclipse, where and when can you see the eclipse on 21st June, uh, which countries does it pass through, which countries can you see it from? and it has a tale of the beginning middle and end of the eclipse for each country in africa which you can look at for your own country it has a section a detailed section on how to protect your eyes during the eclipse so that because it's, it's as alimi mentioned it's not good to look at the sun directly through naked eyes or through any optics it also has a long section with a few examples of very simple cheap or no cost methods of looking at the eclipse from your own houses Like Alimi mentioned, you know, looking at uh, through a colander or a sieve, uh, making a pinhole box using cardboard, white paper, ruler, and pen, looking at the shadows of the gap between the leaves under the trees to look at the eclipse and so on. So these are all methods which are which we advocate during this COVID pandemic, which are safe to see and which do not require any complicated equipment for you to buy. So we advise you to look at that. We also have a list of upcoming solar eclipses. 
a bunch of online links to other sites which give you more information as well as uh, we have contact information for each country in Africa so you can call them up or email them to get to know more about what is happening in your own country as well and uh, we are also getting this handbook done in Swahili and Amharic with the help of people in Tanzania and Ethiopia in addition we have a seven posters which are which are very accessible and public friendly which talk about all of this with a lot of nice images which you can download and share on whatsapp and and facebook and so on we also going to release today an android app a free android app about the eclipse which is being developed by the astronomical society of india which we adapted for africa this will be very useful it's free to download it's very very small so we will releasing it today so please do do that it also has information as well as interactive maps for you we also going to put up on the website and on social media a list of all the live telecasts not only from africa but also from across the world so i do encourage you to go and look at this website and follow us on social media and you'll get to know more about this eclipse and also future events this is done by the african astronomical society with a lot of help from other people including the regional or regional nodes of oed and other outreach astronomers across the country excellent thank you very much niraj a very very exciting event coming thank you to all three of you niraj prospery and alamia for joining us today and i wish you uh, clear skies for the 21st of june so that you hopefully get a great starting Yeah, thank, thank you, thank you. Thanks, Daniel. Thanks, Daniel. Thanks, Daniel. Thank you. Great, guys. Pleasure was all mine. Thank you very much. Keep well. Thanks for that, Dan. It was great to hear from them. And uh, just another warning: please don't look at the sun. Please don't point your telescope at the sun, and please don't point your binoculars at the sun ever, even in the peak of the eclipse. And please observe the COVID nineteen restrictions on social gatherings. Okay, so Dan, just remind us where we can get more information on the eclipse from and how to build a pinhole camera. Yeah, so we'll post uh, all of the links on our website, thecosmicsavanna.com, and otherwise the direct link will be on the African Astronomical Society website. So you can just Google African Astronomical Society. They have all the details there of when it'll be visible in your location. They've actually put together a, a little app too. So we'll put all those links up there and also some details of how you can make your own pinhole camera so that you can view the eclipse safely wherever you are. Very cool. So for all of those who will be uh, along the path of annularity, have an enjoyable experience. Um, I wish I could see it, but uh, yeah, hopefully you manage to get up on time and and have a look at that. It should be should be really interesting. Yeah, eclipse is always very exciting. <laughs> well, I guess that's us back on hiatus now. What do you what are you up to during the break? Yeah, uh, you know, trying to stay sane at home with the kids and trying to get some work done. Obviously, in the meantime. Yeah, it'll be nice to be back back in the office and back to the cosmic savanna. Uh, hopefully, that can happen soon. Yourself, what are you up to? Um, yeah, working from home. I'm working on uh, my science paper, which maybe you'll be able to interview me on when we start up the next season. Oh, great! <laughs> and I'm also we're also running the boot camp for several volunteer students here in South Africa who will be helping us with the cosmic savanna next season, which we're very excited about to grow the cosmic savanna family. We're 
pretty far through the boot camp now. The students have just made their own mini episodes, which hopefully we'll be publishing in the next few weeks here on Cosmic Savannah. So you get to hear from them yourselves. And then hopefully, as you say, Dan, hopefully the pandemic lifts soon and we can start again with season three. Looking forward to it. All right. We should probably just say thanks again to our guests, uh, Niraj Ramanujam, Alamiya Mamo, and Prosperi Sampemba for joining us. And we'll chat to you again soon. Stay safe, everybody. 